Hi. Hi, Kate. Hi. Hi, Claire. Welcome back to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. It's a podcast where two friends watch The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and it's bad. No, it's not. Well, the podcast <laughs> is good, and the show makes me The podcast sad. has a five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah, so. suck a dick. <laughs> God, here so we go. aggressive today. All right. Um, Kate. Hi. I was on IMDb what looking. You, what were you doing there? I was trying to figure out who played um, the front desk n- lady at the clinic in the last episode. <gasps> good question. I don't. It wasn't like it wasn't like oh she's from this like it was just like a random lady. She's just some lady. Yeah, she just looked really familiar to me. But I found some trivia and some reviews for you. Ooh, I'm very excited. So, I'll start. I'll start with trivia. So, in most episodes of The Secret Life of the American Teenager, the word sex is spoken an average of 25 times. Holy shit! They need to get more fun words like we have, like, like boning, boinking, bon- bing banging, bing banging. <laughs> Um, and then, okay. I, oh, God. I, this, this is, I only have two fun facts. They don't have a lot of fun facts on there. But during the beginning of filming, Shailene Woodley had to wear a back brace to correct her scoliosis, to, which to me explains why she has so many baggy dresses. Because she was wearing, wearing a, a back brace. She's interesting. wearing a back brace up in there. That's interesting. Wow. Uh, that is a fun fact. What a fun piece of trivia. Now we can stop making fun of her for wearing such bad clothes. Um, yeah, I don't think there's an excuse. No. She could have just worn normal clothes. Um, so I wanted to read you a review. Um, there are a lot of like one star reviews. Hurtful. But I wanted to read you a five star review. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I felt it would really it would really help us today. Um, it's a little long, but I'm okay. Uh, what can I say about, in quotes, the secret life of the American teenager? It is such a great series. It teaches a life lesson to teens from age 13 to question mark. It tells us that you shouldn't do something you'll regret and show us what would happen if that happened to you. It is such a great show. And every Tuesday, I can't wait to watch what happens next. I think everyone can relate to the show one way or another, whether you are a cheerleader, a shy girl, not popular, band player, foster <laughs> child, etc. You know, all the famous uh, stereotypes. stereotypes from high school. Everyone has their own personality and problems that they go through that others might not understand. But in this show, you can understand everyone's problems. It's a great show, but you should probably only watch it after you understand the meanings of pregnant... <laughs> For younger kids, it may not be appropriate. Great show, though. (laughs) The meanings of pregnant. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard. Uh, I was like, I need to save this immediately. That's a great review. You know what? Good point. Five stars. Five stars. (laughs) Yes. So... (laughs) This week, we are talking about the episode Absent, Secret Life, Season 1, Episode 7. You know, we've made it really far, I feel. I think we've done it. (laughs) We're not done, though. We have probably 120 episodes to go. We're going to die. Yes. How much more can they talk about this dang baby? So, Kate. Hi. It's your turn this week to do the 30-second recap. Shoot. (laughs) It's like always a surprise for me. I don't know It's always a surprise, and I never understand the meaning. It's fine. Um, Are you ready? um, No, but we're going to do it. You're as ready as you'll ever be. Um. Are you? All right. Down the clown until I'm dead in the ground. (laughs) Are you a member of the insane clown posse? Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, I'm going to start the 30 seconds. <laughs> Let's. Uh, three, two, one, go. So the title of this episode is Absent because everybody's absent in one way or another. It's the theme of the show. Do you get it? So um, Amy's not going to school and she's going to go to her grandma's house. Ben is not going to school because he wants to stop Amy from going to his her grandma's house. Um, Adrian no not adrian ricky doesn't go to school because he's like i don't want to talk to people because they know i got a lady pregnant and adrian's like i gotta go to school to turn my paper in but i'll come home later and hang out with you and he's like cool and um jurgens <laughs> jurgens <laughs> wow what a good recap i think we're getting better that was the worst oh, i've done well, I, think I think i'm getting better <laughs> well you're good at it and i'm not I, really did bad. But I get nervous that I'm like gonna run out of time, so I just stop. And I'm like, that that's it. That's all that happened. And that's and that's it. And I just am like halfway through a sentence. And you're like Jurgens. Jurgens. <laughs> um right. so Claire, why don't you tell us what happened? I will in this episode? I'm, I'd be glad to tell you what happened. Why don't you tell us? 
I will. God! <laughs> um, so we open on Amy at home and Anne is headed out the door. Um, she is going to Mimsy's. Mimsy. She's going to visit Mimsy and let her know that Amy wants to come live with her. Um, so Crash at her pad. Y- yeah. You know, a grandma rager <laughs> is being thrown at Mimsy's pad. It's going to be great. So Anne tells Amy that George is going to be there soon. He wants to talk to her about the baby. Because I guess Amy and George haven't seen each other since the news was broken. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so Amy is like, I want to go live with my grandma and I, I want to be alone where nobody can look at me. She is, this whole episode is about Amy not wanting people to look at her because she's going to get fat because she's having a baby. Yeah. It's a little weird. And I'm like, like, get over it. Yeah. She's like, I don't want dad to come over here and look at me. I was like, first of all, he shouldn't be looking at you ever. Like in a, no. A gross way. Yeah. So Ashley comes downstairs, um, with a zinger. She said, Amy goes, um, you're going to be late for school. And Ashley goes, well, at least I'm not going to be late for my period. Nice. It's like, good one. Good one, you, Ashley. Hey, you know what? She, you got her. I was like, great. Ashley's like, did you know you're pregnant? <laughs> did you know? Burn. Have you heard? Because yeah. I know. Um, Anne leaves and Ashley's like, I really think that um, dad should come home. This is the perfect opportunity for him to come home so he can help with the baby, um, which I feel like is a stupid reason for him to come home. But whatever. Um, and then she's like, well, if he doesn't come home, I'm going to go live with with dad. I'm like at Adrian's condo. Yeah, OK, <laughs> sure. With um, his girlfriend. Great. So George comes to talk to Amy and we get a hilarious callback to the previous episode where Anne made coffee because and now, now he's making George coffee. is making coffee and he like or he comes in and he like tries to pour the coffee, but it's like old. So he like spits it out he everywhere. Does a literal spit. Take. Yeah. And then he goes and he tries to make new coffee. So he f- he's. I think going to rinse out the coffee pot, but he just puts water in it and then puts that dirty, dirty coffee water back in the pot. I was like, no wonder you guys, this coffee tastes horrible. And then because you're just being gross all the time. And he's like, why does your mom clean out the dang coffee machine? I'm like, you're the one who put dirty coffee water in the coffee maker. Y'all need to get a Keurig. And Jesus. Yes. (laughs) Um, So Amy and George stare at each other and Amy's like, Sorry. (laughs) Did I do that? Yeah. Uh, George is like, hey, so he said, how did this happen? How is this possible? And Amy goes, I don't know. Sex? Yeah. I was like, Amy, now is not the time. (laughs) Like, I think he knows the literal reason why it happened. Um, So George is like, I should have really talked to you about sex and boys and everything. I was like, "Uh, I agree. Yeah, probably good. Probably before you send your daughter off to be alone where other boys are, maybe tell her not to have sex. Or just talk to her like a human every once in a while. Because nobody talks to Amy like a human. They just like talk around her. Yeah, like she's a tiny little rabbit who is about to be like shot. They're like, (laughs) oh my God. I mean, fair. Um, what a good metaphor. Yeah. Um, so he's like, your mom and I think you shouldn't marry Ben. We think it's all Ricky's fault. And Amy's like, well, I don't want anything to do with Ricky. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but I don't know what to do with the baby once it's popped Here. out. Um, and she like cries about what to do. And George at some point stops being a total asshole. Yeah, he was kind of being sympathetic. Yeah, he's like, Amy, like it's Stop it's crying. hard. It's Stop okay. crying. Blah blah blah. Um. So, Ricky's foster mom and foster dad, who we meet in this Wait, episode. Yeah. Do you know his name? Oh God, I don't. I could look it up if I was feeling adventurous. But we're not. I'm not though. Um, so they are talking to him about the baby and they're like, hey, maybe you should uh, talk to Amy since you haven't spoken to her <laughs> since you boned down. Yeah. Except to be like weirdly yeah. like suggestive in the hallway. Yeah. Um, basically, he hasn't talked to her since he found out she was pregnant. Yeah. It, um, like if he doesn't talk to her, it'll go away. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky and Amy both think that if they just don't talk about something, it'll it'll just fly away. Um, Goodbye. So Ricky's like, man, I hope she doesn't come back to school. And he turns his foster mom and he's like, hey, can't you do something about yeah, that? What the f- what what does he think? she's gonna do like oh you're pregnant that means you don't have you don't get to go to school anymore is she gonna like roll up to her house and throw a rock through the window with a note that's like like, don't go to school (laughs) like what yeah it's very weird and the the social workers like uh i encourage pregnant teens to go to school yeah dumb dumb (laughs) yeah um and so 
the foster mom is like, you both need to take responsibility for your actions and for the baby. And he says, I'm not exactly the responsible type and neither is she. Thus, Thus the, the baby. baby. I was like, that, that's fair. fair. That is fair. And fair. Um, Where am but I? Obviously, oh, it just makes me mad because I, I don't think it's equal responsibility because it's like he's obviously the more experienced of the right. two. A hundred percent. Like he it makes me mad. Like. He's just very, he's manipulative to like every girl. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen that. So it's like, obviously, if you are not the virgin and you're sleeping with a virgin, you are probably more responsible for what's about to Especially happen. Especially when that virgin afterwards doesn't even think it was sex. Yeah. Like, she's like, I think I may have dreamed it. Well, I'm not like, sure. I don't even know what that was, but. It wasn't sex. It so wasn't I can't great. Be yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm like, Ricky, I feel like. It just makes me mad that he is trying to put all this yeah. on Amy. He's like, it's her fault. She's trying to trap me. I'm like, she doesn't, She met you. And she doesn't give one... a hoot about you. Yeah, She's no. never cared about him throughout this series no. so far. Yeah. Which so... I have a feeling will probably be drama later because now that he's like interested in, well, continue. Yes. We'll get to there. No spoilers. No spoilers. You know what? We're going to spoil Game of Thrones. I'm going to spoil Avengers. Avengers. We're going to spoil every oh movie. I found. Okay. So I don't. <laughs> Uh, really care about the like Avengers and the Marvel There's universe. There's too many There's of them. Too much going on. I can't keep track of it. But Same. I found out about the spoilers the day after the movie came out, and I kept that shit a secret until my husband went to see it. Aww. And I would just like to say You're I deserve an award because he went to see it like a week later. So I had to really keep that inside. I I don't know. I think I'm pretty good at avoiding spoilers. Maybe I'm just just oblivious because i'm yeah. like i don't know what happens in any of that junk i don't really care maybe i'll watch it someday but eh. there's like 41 movies and i can't commit to that see yeah so, that seems like it when i'm 80 i'll be like maybe i'll go watch those movies because i can't walk when anymore. i'm retired and i have a lot of time on my hands i'm we'll gonna watch a, all the marvel movies we'll have a marathon it'll be oh fun God, it'll be really fun <laughs> all right so ben is at home um and the sausage king comes to talk to him and Apparently, Ben is, like, waiting to see what Amy's decision is, and... He's in a suit. Yeah, he... Actually, he's not in a suit yet. Not yet? Okay. Spoilers. Come on. Um, so, <laughs> the Sausage King's talking to Ben, and he keeps calling Amy Ames, and I don't really appreciate that. Um, so, Leo is smart. His name's Leo, did yes, you? Yes. I did learn that last episode. So, he's smart, and he's like... Leo Boykovich. It's <laughs> like, it's Amy's choice. He's like... Everyone's beating Ben over the head with the fact that it's Amy's choice. And it's he's still not yeah. getting it. Um, And he says, like, this is a real Amy's choice scenario. Get it? Like Sophie's choice? I get it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I will just see myself out. Great. Goodbye. Uh, solo podcast for me. Um, So he's like, listen, whatever she chooses, it's not going to be easy. And he says, what in life is easy? Not a lot. Certainly not the sausage business. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know I'm, what leo you got a point <laughs> i'm well aware that you are the sausage king sir <laughs> i just and so's your son yeah why are you beating him over the head with yeah it? so he lets ben stay home from school to wait on amy's decision um and ben calls amy and she's like no i'm going to live with mimsy and he's like hey guess what i have the best plan Ever. I'm a genius. He said, Amy, you should tell your parents that you're going to go live with Mimsy, but actually come live here with me and my dad. What? Why Why would that be better? How would that work? How was Amy going to get to Mimsy's if her parents aren't taking her? And you think Mimsy's not going to talk? Mimsy's going to be like, hey, wasn't Amy supposed to come live with me? Because I can't find her. (laughs) Like, I I lost her. I misplaced your daughter. (laughs) And I just can't find her. So Ben is being a little bit of a dum-dum and then he's just like being really dramatic and Amy's like he says at one point I'll die if I don't yes. see you and that was rough and Amy doesn't she's like I really don't like when you talk like that because it makes me sound like you're gonna kill yourself well she kind of calls him out on because that's like a m- manipulative tactic yeah. people use in relationships sometimes yes. and it's like effed up and I'm like good yeah. for you Amy for so, calling that out yeah so Amy calls that out and Ben is like well I would never commit suicide because my mom died and, and I was like, like okay, Ben. Okay. Non sequitur, but and she's like, oh my god, I totally didn't even I forgot. think about that. It's like Amy Everyone is fucked up here. Every but you're all I don't bad normally in. curse on this podcast, but <laughs> but you're all fucked. <laughs> I'm really mad about it. Because like 
Ben did not need to bring. I feel like he's he's just trying to make her feel sorry for him and stay, which is weird he's, in he's itself. Being, he's it's interesting. Him and all the men in the show are very manipulative in different ways, and his is like yeah. like nice boy. He's like manipulative. I'm nice and like fine. I want to take care of you, and I want to be a superhero boy, and like. Yeah. I'll feel bad for me and love me, please. Yes. Um. So he's trying to convince her to stay. And he's like, well, if you leave, I'm not going to say goodbye to you because then I'll have to accept that you're gone. And it's like, like okay, you're, you're a bitch. <laughs> just very, he's being very manipulative. Um, yeah, so bye, Ben. Adrian is at home and she's listening to some slow jams. And <laughs> As she's walking out the door, the slow jams yeah. are like pumping. I'm like, are you going to turn that off before you leave, girl? I don't know. She had um, her keys in her hand. Purse on like, her shoulder is walking out with slow jams. Playing and she's like, I'm like, going to school. I'm going to let my neighbors listen to this all day. Yep. So Ricky knocks on the door and he's like, hey, listen, you should stay home from school with me to Boom. 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 Boinkin' big time. Um, so uh, he... Boinkovich. <laughs> um, so he wants to stay home because his life is in <gasps> wait, shambles. Wait, wait. Boink a bitch. I'm not condoning that with a response. <laughs> hey, listeners, please write in and tell me that that was pretty good. Please validate Kate's <laughs> joke. Um, so he wants to stay home and bone because his life is in shambles and that's his coping mechanism. Um, and Adrian is like, um, no, I have an English lit paper due, and I worked really hard on that. Listen, Adrian is me right now. <laughs> this episode, I related to Adrian so much because she's like, I have to turn in my paper. <laughs> I worked really hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's like, well, English lit is second period, so maybe I'll come home at lunch. <laughs> and I'm like, I love a girl who, you know, she's has had her standards. priorities she's straight. She's got priorities, but um, she's willing to compromise so for boning. <laughs> the weirdest thing about this is that she's like, yeah, it's cool if you just stay here while I'm gone. Like, she, they make it very apparent that, like, they're boning, but they're not, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's, they are boyfriend, girlfriend, except they don't Ricky's think crappy. Yes. she, she obviously is, like, super into him and yeah. very, like, in, like wants to be in a relationship with him but he's the one who's like his life is in shambles and he's like we're just friends because he's trying to boink grace yeah he's trying to boink everybody everybody because he has a sex addiction call back to the first episode and he's 15 or 16 yeah who's to say i think he's 16 um great anyway so ashley comes back home and she has decided she's not going to school either um i finally in this scene noticed what amy is wearing um she's wearing this oh no. like pink magenta-ish dress and it has this like giant sweater vest over it but it's like tight and then she's she wearing likes those yeah. i noticed like the the layers are so yeah. interesting for she's our amy wearing it over jeans and then she has this like wooden heart necklace and i'm pretty sure i owned that same necklace <laughs> when i was in the seventh grade you get it at claire's i probably ah. or have you ever heard of the store vanity we had one in our mall i don't know and it just sold like weird stuff and i bought a heart necklace i think that's where it was from i used to get all my i'm so deep my statement necklaces at vanity (laughs) that was a thing for a while it really was um so she's wearing a a weird weird outfit um so ashley is like amy you're taking this whole baby thing way too serious (laughs) it's like all right Um, I i kind of it kind of felt like the beginning of like a disney song you know like the intro, it's like the you're genie, taking and life. like you're taking this so serious. <laughs> like no, Ashley, it's kind of serious. It's kind of serious. She's growing a life, but it's fine. Um, so Amy's like, I just want to like be normal and go to school, be in the band, fall in love, get married, and then maybe one day have a baby. And Ashley goes, Then why did you have sex? <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's fair, fair, especially unprotected sex. Um. So there is that. Um, so Amy like falls into mom mode and she's like, Ashley, promise me that you will never have sex. And Ashley's like, first of all, if I did, I have condoms. You dumb. And Amy goes, you are not using condoms. And Ashley goes, well, that's horrible advice. <laughs> it's like Ashley has all the zingers. This she's, episode. she's very zingy. She is. Amy is, like, really, really mad about this. Well, she, the last episode, as it was, like, fading out, she's talking to her mom about, like, the pregnancy. And she's like, I don't want this to affect Ashley. Right. I don't want Ashley to think that this is romantic or cool. So I think she's really concerned about how this is all influencing Ashley. But she takes it out in a weird way. She takes it 
like way too far because I'm like, okay, the whole premise of like abstinence and such sex education is like, oh, just don't have sex. It's that simple. It's not. But the comprehensive sex education is like, hey, maybe you'll probably have sex. And if you do, you should have condoms or birth control or this, this, this or that. I'm like, yeah, that's the smart thing to say is like, hey, maybe wait to have sex. But if you're going to have sex, here are some condoms. Mm -hmm. Like, and I get it. Ashley's 13. Like, you don't want to think about your 13 year old sister having sex. Yeah, that kind of. But like, Amy, let's not let's let's not let Ashley get into your situation. Yeah, she's like panic mode about like. So that was because then she asked, when did you get condoms? And Ashley's like, when you told me you were pregnant, you dumb. And it's like, Amy, you've already taught her the lesson that you pretty much she's got that lesson down. that She doesn't want to have a baby like you are having a baby. Right. Um, So Ashley's like, well, you're in a bad mood because you're mad at yourself and Ben and Ricky. And Amy's just kind of like, okay. And Ashley's like, but at least it's better than feeling sorry for yourself. Burn. And like walks away. I'm like, cool. She's cranky. Um, so Ricky is at Adrian's and he has really made it himself at home and he's making a sandwich I would at like, like to- 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> it is early in the morning. I would like to talk about his outfit because I wrote notes about his oh, outfit. God. So he's wearing, um, the bottom layer is some sort of cut off t-shirt. So the sleeves are cut a little bit above the elbow and it looks like someone literally took scissors. It looks jagged. And then he's wearing a polo over that. And it looks wild. He has like two layers of sleeves and like doesn't it, but it only doesn't even reach his elbow. And he's wearing just like a dumb polo and he's eating a sandwich and I hate his guts. He's eating a sandwich at 830 in the morning. I was like, friend. Respect, I guess. What's going on here? Um, So George comes in because he kind of lives there. And George is like, hey, who are you? And Ricky's like, "Uh, I'm, I'm Ricky. Ricky. I'm a friend of Adrian's. And George, is, it's like a close up on George's face. And he's like, Ooh, Ricky. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get him. <laughs> yes. Um, so they... You got me so mad. Cut to a commercial, and then they come back, and George is also making a sandwich. <laughs> it's such a, it's in the a very good cut. Yes. And he's just, like, looking at Ricky angry, like, Ooh, mayonnaise. Like putting mayonnaise on bread. Um, so Ricky is like, hey, do you want to fight me? <laughs> he's like, if you this, punch me, I'll punch you. This scene is gold. It's actually really good. Um, so George is like... I want to kill you, but I won't because I'll lose furniture store business. <laughs> and he goes, also, if I killed you, I wouldn't go to jail because people would understand. I was like, I, I don't know if they would understand you killing a teenager, but okay, fine. Um, so five minutes into conversation and sandwich time, George is like, hey, I want to talk to you. I was like, you guys have been talking for five minutes, but okay. Well, you've been eating sandwiches. Yes. Um, so he's like, you are going to have no say in what happens to that baby. You're not going to have any part in that baby's life, but you will financially support that baby th- for the rest of its life. And he's real fired up. And he says, band camp. <laughs> he's like <laughs> muttering to himself. I it's hate like, band camp. All right. Um, Is, so th- was that phrase like what happens at band yeah, camp? Was from, that popular before this show or did yeah, this show popular? Yeah, because that came from... The, like, American Pie franchise when they go to band camp. Um, Yes, I think that was before this. Because American Pie was, like, early 2000s for the most part. Um, But he's like, hey, how did you get my daughter to have sex with you? And he goes... I'm a man. I know how hard it is to get a woman to have sex. Yeah, that... I was like, weren't you boinking two ladies? That line rubbed me a weird way. I was just like... Much like George. Yep. Rubbing women weird ways. I was like, in theory, you were sleeping with Molly Ringwald and Adrian's mom at the same time, so why don't you tell me, (laughs) Yeah, George. Bald, weird man. Bald man. Bald furniture king. So Ricky is like, uh... Why are you here? George is like <laughs> an excellent question. Like twenty minutes into conversation, he's like, "But why are you here, weird guy?" Um, Amy's dad. He lies and he's like, "Oh, well, I'm dropping off some some furniture." And kind of a lie. Also, I typed this incorrectly and I said, "But Rick figures him out." <laughs> so, <laughs> but Rick. <laughs> so Ricky's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're. I think you're uh, sleeping with Adrian's mom." Um, and George gets all mad and he's like, yeah, well, you ruined my life and Anne's life and Amy's life. You ruined your own life and you ruined that baby's life because you're a worthless piece of trash. I was like, yeah, oh, it was kind of hardcore. Damn. It was very hardcore. Like, I, he's mad. I get it. But like, you don't even know him. Yeah. Because a- when he thought that 
he, that Ben was the dad, he was not mad. Mm-mm. It's only because it's this random guy. And he's like, we well, are a piece of trash. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Um, so George like walk. I don't know if he leaves or if he just walks out of the room. But Ricky like gets up and screams. He's like, I'm not a piece of trash. Yeah. He like it's it's his big acting moment. He's he, like, like, I'm going to win a TV award for this for sure. It's like, I'm going to win a teen choice award for choice hottie. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely awards. So. Or best kiss. Best kiss. <laughs> With me and George. Yeah, so he's real mad, uh, which I would probably be mad too if some random man. Weird, weird sandwich man called me a worthless Well, and he's got trash. like, he is so, like, masculinity so fragile. Yes. Like, he's like. Well, and like, he he's a foster child. He's been abused. Like, he has been like. His self-esteem is not and, good. Yeah. And I don't know how long he's been in this particular foster home. Like, I don't know how many foster homes he's been in before. Because this one seems pretty good. And it seems stable. stable. But yeah. I don't know how many he was in before this. So, like, there's a good chance he's been kicked to the ground, like, all yeah, his life. No. Probably, literally, maybe. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I would be pretty mad if I just like because he just found out he got Amy pregnant and all of a sudden his dad is like, you're a piece of trash. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and like, yeah, I consider it to be Ricky's fault. But Amy had sex with him, too. So it's and like she says that she yeah. like tells her dad eventually that she's yeah. like, you know what? I let it happen. Like, yeah. which I'm like, you know, that's not consent. I don't know how I feel about all of it. The lack of a no does not mean yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So th- I thought that messy, that messy, whole messy. scene was gold for many George quotes and also Ricky screaming. Because yeah. I thought he was actually really good. It's He's, it's it's very um, emotional. It yes. felt like I was watching a play all of a sudden. Yes. Like it was just like all of a sudden someone's screaming. Yeah. It's not just it doesn't feel as like the catty quick lines. Yeah. He's like, I'm emotional. And it was yes. like, whoa, OK, Ricky. <laughs> cool. So <laughs> acting. Adrian's at school and Grace like walks by and is like, hi, Adrian. <laughs> this scene is so good. This scene is really good. It's um, very bad and good. Great. And Adrian's like, hi. <laughs> she like is turned around and does a slow turn and is like, what are are you speaking to me? Yes. And Grace apologizes to Adrian for what she said at the clinic. And she's like, I want to be friends. And I forgive you for everything that happened with Jack. Like, she just wants a clean slate. Sure. And Adrian's like, yeah, well, it still happened, even if you forgive me. And Grace is like, well, then I'm going to forget it. It never well, happened. Well, because she says um, something about God forgiving her or yeah. something. And she's like, you're right. Only God ha- can give forgiveness or something. Yeah. And she's like, I'll just forget it then. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So she's like, I'll forget it. And then Adrian's like, hey, I hooked up with your boyfriend. And she goes, what? <laughs> she <"They> didn't. <laughs> she like, like pretends that she doesn't remember. It's, it's so, real cringy. It's very wild. Yes. So then they talk about the baby. And Grace is like, well, I think that Ricky someday will probably want to see the baby. Even if he doesn't care about Amy, like he's probably going to care about his baby. And Adrian is like, um, please check your privilege because not everybody has two parents that yeah. love them. I was like, ooh, we're getting into it. We're getting she's into like, it. Every person has two parents, and Adrian's like, I don't. You dumb. You dumb. I think I've said that thirty-seven <laughs> times already. This episode. Everybody in this is a dumb. Yes. Um. So Ricky is at therapy, and he's like, I could have punched that guy. I might still punch that guy. <laughs> Talking about George. He's like raving. He's, he's real mad. He's, he's like up grumpy. and pacing. And he tells the his therapist that he doesn't care about Amy or the baby. And the therapist is like, I, he's like happy about him saying well, this. Well, because at first he's talking about it. He's like, I made a mistake. Like, yeah. I did this. And then he all of a sudden he like, because at first it's like, oh, he's taking responsibility. And then all of a sudden he's like, I don't care about Amy or the baby. And it's ruining my life. And yeah. he's like, cool. Yeah. And he goes, you're at the door to self-respect. Open the door and go in. I was like, what is anyone talking about? I think he's talking about like the fact that Ricky is upset that. Yeah. George called him a piece of trash yeah. and then he's not taking it. And I think, but it's very confusing because it kind of seems like the therapist is like, he's like, yeah, you know, fuck sh- that girl that, that you got pregnant. Who that cares? baby's a dum-dum. <laughs> I hate that baby. <laughs> yes. Um. So Adrian comes home to, at lunch, to half-eaten sandwiches and no Ricky. I would have been so mad. The mayonnaise is sitting yeah, out. Yeah, everything's sitting out. She's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I said, men are trash. True. Um. So she calls Ricky and he has the worst kind of voicemail oh my God, where he's I- like, I wrote this down, too. It sounds like he picks up and he's like, hey, what do you want? And so she starts talking and then he's like, I can't come to the phone right now. I might call you back later. I was like, I hate 
I hate it. These type of people that do this. I my boyfriend's voicemail is so weird. It's, I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. It sounds like he's sick. I think he did it when he was sick in like eighth grade, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, I can't come to the phone right now." It is call him right now live. Oh, we could probably do it. He's at work. He won't answer. Can you hear this? So you reach out there, um, I can't get you the phone right now. Leave your name and number, and uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> that that was good. I like it. <laughs> hi, re- hi. This is like the first thing is like, uh, hi. <laughs> uh, hi, you've reached yes. Isaiah. Uh, anyway, right, we're, to the show. we're doing a Secret Life podcast. No, she gets um, very angry about yes, the voicemail. She's real mad about that. Um, and I would be too. How has she never reached his voicemail? She said that she's called him, like, he won't answer the phone a bunch. So, like, maybe she's just, I don't know. She should, maybe she just, like, forgot and yeah. was like. She's just re-angry. Um, so, George is still there and he's like, I brought you a present. Uh, and it's a new desk, which looked real cool. It is a nice desk. Um, so George, or Adrian is like, well, I think that you're just bribing me to not tell Amy about you and my mom. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you're going to break up with my mom. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh you're smart. Probably. Because he, he says, you're smart. That's why I got you the desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's, he weirdly, right before he leaves is like. You know, guys would like you even if you didn't sleep with them. I was like, what a weird parting <laughs> phrase. Like, <laughs> how encouraging. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks George. Um, also, I am so Adrian in this episode. She does this little like wiggle dance with the desk because <laughs> she, she's so excited yes, about the she desk. She secretly loved it. She was just putting on a front and she just like goes in there and she does a little dance. And she's it's like, real cute. <laughs> I would like a gif of it. If I can find one, I'll post it. Oh, it's on so good. And I love home goods. Like, I yes. love getting, like, a new piece of furniture or a new, like, accent for your room. So This I'm, like, episode is sponsored by Home Goods. Home Goods. <laughs> I wish it was. Um, and Marshall. <laughs> Marshall Bowman. Marshall Bowman. Um, so Ricky calls her and he's like, I have something to do um, because apparently he's going to be more responsible and talk to Amy. Um, so Ben is. Well, this is so oh. weird because he's decided he's going to be responsible and I think it's just because he's trying to spite George. And it's yeah. so wild. He, his motivations for things are very weird. Like, he doesn't... He's like, oh, I'm going to do this so I can sleep with Grace. Not because I, like, yeah. want to go to church or I want to, like, help her out. Like, I just want to sleep with her. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to Amy. Not because I, like, care about my baby, but because I really want to make that George guy real mad. Yeah. And maybe fight him in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Ricky, you got to get yourself sorted out, buddy. Yeah. He's a lot. Um, So Ben is in his room and he's wearing a suit and is just looking at a picture of Amy. Casually. Casual and fine. Um, So. Normal <laughs> and good. <laughs> Great and awesome. Yep. Henry and Alice come over. Um, Which we haven't seen them in like a couple 12 episodes. years. Um, so they come over and he's like, oh, why are you here and not at school? And apparently Leo called them and was like, Ben needs help. He's sad. Talk yes. to your dang friends. Um, so Ben is like, well, I'm going to go. You guys can stay here if you want. Okay. To. This scene is so weird. Yes. So he leaves and Henry and Alice are just like in his room alone. And Henry's like, so this uh, is the first time we've been alone in here. And it's like, yeah, yeah I would it's hope. It's your friend Ben's room. It's like, first of all, when you guys come over, does Ben not like go to the bathroom? Or what? This can't be really the first time. He has never peed in his life. He has no bladder. No butthole. (laughs) So so Henry's being weird and is like, so maybe uh, we we could. could... Hey, maybe we boink in our friend's bed. That would be so weird. Gross Uh, and bad. So, um... They're like talking about whether or not they should have sex, and Alice is like, "Maybe I'll, maybe yes on your birthday if you don't beg." I hate begging. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Alice is wild. Alice is crazy. Um, so, <laughs> so they talk about it, and she's like, "Well, I don't know if I'm ready. If I'm gonna like, just I'll, I'll let you know if and when I'm ready to bone." Because I'm and not so now. Henry is like, "When we get older and get married and have sex, I bet it's gonna be really good sex." And Alice goes. <laughs> Uh, no, probably not. 
<laughs> most people have bad sex. Yeah, she was like, most people are unsatisfied with their sex life. So no, we probably won't. I was like, what a downer. Alice is a bummer and I love it. I, it's pretty funny. I do love it. Um, so Ricky shows- I love that him. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> it's time. I still need to talk about Henry and the fact that he's like- Crazy. He's wild. And it's just like- did you think that was going to be, like, a cool thing to say to your girlfriend? Be like, like hey, when I do have sex, it's going to be gnarly. It's going to be great. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to bone you, and it's going to be pleasant. I'm going to ejaculate. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're all welcome. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad I brought that Shelly and Vanna. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everyone I'm related to. Please turn off this podcast. Everyone, that was me, not Kate. You're welcome. No, it wasn't. It was Claire. Claire said ejaculate. <laughs> Helen. <laughs> Daniel, Claire oh. said ejaculate. <laughs> My God. All right, I'm moving on. Um, Ricky. <laughs> You're the one who. You did this. <laughs> Ricky shows up at Amy's to talk, and Amy's like, I don't want to talk to you. And Ricky's like, Hey, is either of your parents home? Because I think I should have a chaperone when when we're uh, talking about this, even if they're in the other room. Which like, is clearly just him wanting to, like, stick it to. Yeah, her, her dad. He's like, I would only like to speak to you if your dad is around, so that I can fight him, so I can fist fight your adult I dad. Would watch a fist fight between George and Ricky. It would in be a very funny. It would be great. Um, Ricky, so- no shirt. George, a tie and a bad shirt. It's going to be like, very good. Yeah, it'll be great. Um, So Ashley is like standing right behind Amy and Ricky like gives Amy like a weird look like, does, does she know? And Amy or Ashley goes, I know everything and I have condoms. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley. Thanks, friends. For the update on if you have contraceptives. Thank- Ricky really needed to know. I was like, Ricky doesn't even know who you are. Yeah. He's like, this is a random girl, but she has, has condoms. condoms. Cool. And she knows everything. Yes. Um, so turns out where Ben was going was to visit his mom's grave. Um, and he talks to the grave about how he loves Amy, but he doesn't think that Amy feels the same way about him. It's um, pretty sad. Yeah, it's it really got me. No, it made me feel emotional. Um, so I felt an emotion when I watched it. I'm glad. <laughs> and it wasn't discussed. It was a single emotion. And I was like, oh, Ben. Um, so Leo shows up and he's like, you know, that's not your mom. Like, I don't know why you feel the need to come here every year on the anniversary of your mom's death. Um, so that's uh, that day. A little bit of of background. Uh, yeah, that's that day. Um, so that really got me as well. Yeah, poor. You know, sometimes we give Ben a lot of shit, but I'm like, that kid. That poor kid. He like, he's misguided, but he's got some Yeah, like problems. his mom died three years ago. And then the first girl he liked turned out to be pregnant with another man's baby. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's that's real a, bad. That's a rough freshman year all right? around. <laughs> it's like October. Like, we have a whole year. Um, so it gets a little deep. Um, Leo's like, hey, listen. I didn't have a choice about whether my love left me because, like, she died. She died. Um, but Ben can at least go say goodbye. And I said, insert crying emoji. <laughs> Which one? All of them at once. Like a single tear or the streaming tear? Probably the streaming. I don't know. Depends on the day. But I, that really got me. I was like, man, Leo, what the heck? <laughs> Why are you going to make us sad? Why are you going to make me sad, Leo? Yeah, it's a, I, I get, it's like, you can remember the context and you're like, you know, no, like, Ben is like, he's got a fear of, like, abandonment. He's yeah. like, I well, just decided to love this girl and she's leaving me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think... That scene really explained at least the last couple episodes why he has been so wild. Mm. Because ever since he found out that Amy was pregnant, he was like, "Okay, well, if I marry her, she'll stay. It'll yeah. be fine. It'll be fine." And then, and he's like inventing this family for himself of yeah. like, "Well, I my mom isn't here, but then I'll have a wife, and we'll have a kid, and I can be a dad, and like, yeah. I have this family then, and they won't leave." And it's like, "Oh, yeah, that's it's so really sad. sad. You're 15." Yeah. Um, Go play your symbols, brother. I thought you were going to say The Sims. Go play The Sims. <laughs> Go play The Sims. <laughs> Make a family in The Sims. There's yes. less problems involved. Um. So Adrian showed up at the Bowman's. Uh, and oh, because at the end of their conversation yeah. at school, she's, she's like, like, call me or just drop by. It's fine. Um. So she's sitting on one couch and Grace, Tom and Marshall are all sitting on the opposite couch and are just staring at her it's so weird uh, it's very weird and then tom is like hey you know it's a great icebreaker uh remember when you blew grace's boyfriend 
and I saw now. and I saw ya and I yelled. And you I remember yelled? when I yelled? <laughs> I was like, Tom is a, must be great at parties. <laughs> hey, remember this? <laughs> it was bad for everybody. First Do you of all, remember? Me. Like, why don't we just get it all out on the table? I think it's a smart move. Um, I really, I think this is a sweet scene though with Adrian and Tom. Yes. Because they, they really, Adrian's really nice to him. And yeah, like, she's like, you're honest. I like that. Yeah. And she like plays with him. It's cute. So everyone is generally awkward. And then Grace is like, hey, I think that Ricky might be at Amy's house. And Marshall <laughs> said, Marshall puts his white man opinion on the table. <laughs> and he's like, well, I really think that Amy and Ricky should find a nice couple and get that baby adopted. I was like, cool. I'm sorry. Did anyone ask you? I don't Marshall. Know. Marshall. It's like, okay. Um, and then Adrian's like, I really don't want to talk about Ricky or the baby or Amy. I'm finished. I'm like, like, nice. It's like, same. Um, so Marshall and Tom leave them alone. Um, and they both don't have any friends, so they don't it's... know what to talk about. So they talk about Adrian's new desk and it's... how they love desks. <laughs> that sounds like us. I know. <laughs> When we, I'm like, Kate, oh my God, look at this blanket. Oh my God, I got a blanket from Marshall's. Are you so excited? That is honestly every time you and I go to Marshall's, I'm like, oh my God, look at this vase. <laughs> We're too domestic. We're, We're like, like, ooh, do you think this soap dish would look good in my bathroom? <laughs> We're really fun. Um, We're fun so at parties. And by going to parties, we mean we don't go to parties. We're really fun at going to Marshall's and sitting on a couch and recording a podcast. <laughs> um, so Anne is back um, from Mimsy's. Mimsy's. And she asks Ashley if everybody really does know about Amy and the baby. And she's like, mm-hmm. yes, everyone in yep. America. Um, so George comes home, possibly. And he and Anne are talking about the girls because Ashley skipped school and Amy is obviously pregnant. Um, and he's like, hey, <laughs> wait, what? Amy's pregnant? Like, what? <laughs> I forgot. Um, so he's like, hey, maybe I should come home. And Anne's like, you know what? I don't really think I want to fix our marriage. Well, okay, boom, boom, so boom. the thing is, it's weird, because he's clearly staying at Adrian's mom's house. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, I want to come home. But it's like, are you going to ha- not have a girlfriend anymore? Yeah. Like, he's never talking about, like, I want to fix our marriage in that I'm going to stop cheating on you. It's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to still cheat on you, but I want to be home, But I'm going to live too. here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, okay, George, cool. Yeah, so George is like, well, I think I should come home, and I think that Amy should stay here and not go to Mimsy's, and we can just all be together. And Anna's like, well, I found Amy a doctor there, and the doctor, like, introduced me to somebody that runs a group for teenage mothers, and it's all by Mimsy's, so if Amy wants to go to Mimsy's, cool, done. Like, that's how it's going to be. Um, and then she's like, and also... You dumb dumb. She said, I checked our credit card statements and I know you're not staying at a hotel. So where were you? Bum, 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 bum. Um, so she kicks him out like a true badass. I said, good for you, Molly Ringwald. It's a f- it's pretty comedic. Her like trying to push him out yeah. the door. It's pretty good. Um, Some good comedy. So Amy and Ricky are like in the front room of their house um, and they're talking about options for the what to do about the baby. Um, and Ricky, like, I don't remember what he says to Amy, but she goes, off. Yeah. And she like stands well, up and yells at he him. He says something about, well, I think I should have a say in what happens with the baby. And she's yeah. like, are you fucking well, I, kidding Actually, me? I think that he's like, yeah, well, when did you start having an opinion? And she's like, oh, when yeah. I got pregnant, yeah. I started having an opinion. He's like, because he's like kind of dissing her for being like quiet yeah. and mousy or whatever. Um, yeah. And then she's like, fuck you. So she and just I, tells him to shut the heck up um and ricky goes to leave and he's like well i'll talk to you later i guess and he <laughs> he goes out and amy shuts the door and then someone immediately knocks on the door guess who who could it be ben it's ben it's ben uh this part was sweet too yes i hate but, this show i hate this show for making me feel things so it's not good <laughs> but before you feel things first he goes um so i came here but i was hiding in the bushes because i saw your dad was here <laughs> it was funny though i felt like i was i saw him and i felt because so- i don't think at this point anyone has told ben that everybody knows that ricky's the dad like well, cause I think- he, he was because he says something he's like oh i saw your dad so i was hiding in the bushes and then he then ricky was here so i was stuck and it was so funny <laughs> Sweet little I was ben. like, you awkward little dumb boy. Yes. Um. So they hug for about ten minutes, and Amy goes, <laughs> "That bump, it, it's not me. It's the baby." I was like, "Okay, okay." So listen, I thought that was gonna be that was a dick joke. So did Daniel. Okay, I'm glad that it wasn't just me. He Daniel that she was gonna go. That, that bump, bump, it's your boner. It's your, do you have a boner? <laughs> that would have been amazing. And then 
cut to black episode over yeah i wish that would have happened because i was like why did we need to say that like we obviously he knows he knows you're you're pregnant pregnant. okay but just Um, remind the audience yeah because we're idiots without brains no brain here not one um not two but zero the episode is over Wow. What an episode. What a whirlwind. Do you have a rating for this I episode? I do. I'm giving it three out of five angry sandwiches. Oh my God. Was yours <laughs> angry sandwiches? <laughs> Mine was four out of five morning sandwiches. <laughs> oh my God. We're in sync. We're, oh my God. Our periods have synced up. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked this episode. Like I thought it was equal parts funny and like emotions i think i might give it a 3.5 or a 4 because i'm thinking about it now and i'm like yeah it actually made me feel a feeling so it did we that's did an feel feelings i did have a crying emoji <laughs> i am known to cry at really dumb things me though. too i cry easy so it don't take that as a rating for this i'll tell you about something i cried at during my rec corner if once we get there okay i'm um, ready okay so my hot rec of the week is something you recommended to me <gasps> is harry potter and the sacred text yes it's a podcast and I am so invested in it. It's I love so it. good. I'm almost all the way caught up and I'm really proud of myself. I'm in book three. Um, <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> listen, I just she started book one two weeks ago. I've been trucking through it and I'm listening to your wizard Harry at the same time. <gasps> wow, so really I'm in, living. I'm going hard. Um, but Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is so good. It's kind of like a really intense. Um, like book club almost. Book, yeah. Like, like it, it reminds me of being in like English class. Yeah slash like bible school <laughs> yeah something about it really works for me um but it's not religious which i like it's well more... the one host is an atheist yeah she's an atheist chaplain and the other one is a gay theology student yeah. of some sort he's a yeah he's a theology student i believe so it's really a cool dynamic she grew up jewish too yes. so it's very diverse and interesting and they go through harry potter and read it chapter by chapter and they read each chapter through a theme and like, like look for the courage theme. or love or like i don't even know i could they look did at my one i think feed. they did one of like if they don't like about racism or something the one i'm on right now is curiosity yeah it's it's really cool it's good um so they read it through that and they kind of have like a deeper reading and try and like look at it and it's like really fun and that's where we got 30 second recap from yeah thanks casper and casper and vanessa it's such a good show and i got my roommate addicted to it so we're having fun i would i i think if you've ever read harry potter um it's just a cool way to read it more deeply and yeah. to think about, I think reading anything deeply and for more meaning in your life is cool. Yes. And my favorite thing that they do is every chapter they bless a character. Oh, it's so good. And Vanessa, I don't know if she always did this or she just started doing it recently. She only blesses female characters. She has since book one. Yes. So that's my favorite thing because sometimes it's really hard to find a female character that does anything in Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. I'm not trying to shade Harry Potter, but. No, she and she does. I think in the beginning she even says like it's a point to like call out that men are more in stories than women. Well, and there's a chapter that I listened to recently and the person she blesses doesn't even have a name. It's like the only female character in the whole story and they don't even name, not the whole story, but the, the whole the chapter, chapter and they don't even name her. And she's like, I would like to bless this unnamed witch because she did this, 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 and this. And I'm like, sing it. It's, it's so good. I really enjoy it. So yes. I would recommend that. Do you have any recommendations? I do have a recommendation and I've recommended this to you before. So if you haven't consumed it yet, I'm really, I'm going to bring it home for you. Um, I'm ready. I'm here to take my notes. My recommendation is the TV show Superstore. I haven't watched it yet. And you I need, need to. to watch it because it is so funny. So Daniel and I, we like randomly started watching it like last. It's like right after we got married, we started watching it. And it is one of the funniest. Like it's one of those. It's not really a sitcom, but it's one of the style shows where it's like, here's where all these people work. And they're funny. Like it's like The mm-hmm. Office or Parks and Rec or like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Were, yeah, because I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine right now. Um, and I know they're kind of like related. Yeah. So, um, it's about people that these people that work at like a big box store. I think it's supposed to be Walmart, but they don't say that. Um, and it is so funny. We, I think they're, when we started, there were like four or five seasons and we like breezed right through them. (laughs) We didn't even know that we were done with like, we watched an episode and then they're like, up next, Superstore season one, episode one. We were like, wait, what? We're done. And like the show is still on, but we were we had like run out of episodes on Hulu. And yeah. so we were like, 
on. So then it came back on and we had we saved up like eight episodes so we could watch like a bunch. We've (laughs) only watched like three or four at this point, but we like saved them up. And it is just as funny. Like I laugh out loud every single episode because it's so funny. The characters are all really good. It's got a good cast. Yes. America Ferreira is like pretty much the main character and she's real funny. And there's a guy there that... um, plays Jonah who is kind of the male lead for the most part and he is so funny and he reminds me of Daniel (laughs) a lot of things that he does are producer Daniel um don't ask Daniel if that's true because he'll say no but he's called out it's true it's true um so that's my recommendation I think you should start watching it I should it's a really really easy watch I might finish Brooklyn Nine-Nine verse but we'll see yes Um, who's to say great Whoa. Why another we, episode. Another one in the bag. We've another done it. One. Uh, so. Next week, we will be doing Secret Life um, Season 1, Episode 8, called Your Cheatin' Heart. Ooh. And it's not cheating. It's cheating, cheating. with an apostrophe. Ooh, we're hip. We're in So you know it's going to be hardcore. Yeah. So yeah. if you like the podcast, how about you subscribe and like us and give us a five-star rating wherever you listen. Yeah, throw uh, a review up there, like Brenda Bagels. Yeah, thanks, Brenda. We, we love you, our number one fan. Um, it really makes us feel affirmed, yes. so we love that. Yes. Um, and you can email us or tweet us or Instagram yeah, us. Yeah, all of that's in our show notes every week. So yeah. you can email us. Our email's in there. Our Instagram's in there. Twitter's in there. Yeah, and we would love to hear your high school stories. Yes. Like what Please you, send us an email. Anything you're thinking or feeling or something funny you noticed from the show. If you have a funny story of something that happened to you recently, I want to know. Yeah, we'll probably talk about it because, honestly, watching the show is kind of a loose guide to this. <laughs> we mostly just want to laugh about We just like local to laugh theater. at each other. <laughs> <laughs> We're just really funny and want to talk. Yes. So, so talk with us. Yeah. We'll see you next week. We'll see you there. Goodbye. Nice knowing you. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome back to high school. <laughs> what? I just had a stroke on, live on the air. Hi, Claire. Hi, Katie. I was trying to be fun, but it was weird. That's my story of my life. <laughs> I was trying to be funny, but I made it weird.